I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. You might have seen a post that we put up on our Instagram just in the last hour or so talking about Joey Johns. Now, it's something that I see on Instagram all the time. You know, pages like myself, a heap of others. I saw YKTR post it the other day. I've put it up a few times talking about guys that their careers were cut short with injury. And I quite often see, you know, these posts that say, uh, who's the player that you wish could have gone injury-free throughout their whole season? And you normally get the same sort of answers. Uh, Taniela Tawaki is always a really popular one, completely fair enough. Uh, another one that's always really popular is Timmy Moulton from the West Tigers. Never got to fulfill his entire career. Uh, a heap of guys that we see all the time they pop up in these same conversations. Another guy that we had on our podcast, of course, Jarrell Yao Ye, another guy that is quite often talking about in this category, which another fantastic shout. you got the Stanley brothers as well. They missed out on an unbelievable amount of rugby league throughout their time. I've heard people say Roger Tuovasa-Shek, he lost that season with the ACL and whatnot. A range of guys that you could put into this category that were just so hampered by injuries, it was just ridiculous. Stevie Maddow is another one. I mean, he didn't miss an endless amount of football, but he was always sort of carrying a niggle or something along those lines. So list of these guys that you could put in there is just unbelievable. It's crazy. And for me, the, the standout for me, the guy that I wish could have gone his entire injury career injury-free is, without a doubt, it's Joey Johns. Uh, for me, I, I, I just I can't see any other reasoning why it wouldn't be Joey. And look, a lot of people consider him to be the best player of all time, and I wouldn't push back on that at all. I have got Cameron Smith as the best, but I've got Joey Johns at second place, and if someone said to me, no, you're wrong, I'd go, okay. Yep, okay, fair enough. Like They're, they're both absolute champion players. I would never push back on anyone saying Joey's the best player of all time. Wouldn't argue it at all, because I've got no legs to stand on, nothing at all. I've got the two of them as the two best. For me, I've got Cameron Smith by an absolute hair, and realistically... I think if Joey could have finished his entire career without all these injuries, it could have been him quite easily. I mean, when you have a look at Joey's career and you look at everything he achieved, I'm just going to read some things out to you. Dallium halfback of the year, 95, 96, 99, 2002. Four-time Dallium halfback of the year, unreal. Dallium player of the year, 98, 99, 2002. So in a five-year span between 1998 and 2002, he won it three times. He was the best player in our game three times out of five years, according to the Dallium system. Pretty incredible. 
Proven Summons medal. 98, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002. For those playing at home, that's the Proven Summons medal. Five years on the trot. Five years in a row. Simply incredible, especially when you consider at that time the sort of players that were around. Unbelievable. Rugby League Week Player of the Year. 98, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002. Once again, five years on the trot being voted as the best player in Rugby League Week. And it should be noted... The way that they used to do that system was giving you a rating out of 10 every single week. So you have to be incredibly consistent to win that one year, let alone to win it five years in a row. That is half a decade that Joey won that five years in a row. That's unbelievable. Uh, Golden Boot Player of the Year, which, uh, you know, always a bit of a skeptical award, one that I never really understood how they sort of adjudicated this one. But 99, 2001, so still the best player in the world twice, according to the Golden Boot Award. For me, winning the Daly M's and the Rugby League Week Player of the Year, that one probably stands out for me more than winning that. Clive Churchill Medal, 2001, a sensational effort as well. Now, all of those awards, unbelievable. Simply incredible to have all those things next to your name. I'll tell you what I noticed about all of those. Come pre-2003. Now, for me, 2003 is where the injuries start for Joey. And we are robbed of one of the best finishes to a career I think we're ever going to see, to be honest with you. It would have been unbelievable to see Joey play. And look, from 2003 onwards, uh, the knee injuries, the leg injuries, it was all coming for Joey. It was all starting to fall apart. He was only 29 years old at this stage. The 2003 season kicks off. He's 29 years old. Over the next five seasons before he retires at age 33, he only plays 59 games. Now, you think about Five seasons. Let's say there's 25 in each of those seasons. You take out buys, but then you've got to think Joey's probably playing finals footy realistically. So let's average it out at 25 games. Five times 25, that's 125 potential games he could have played in that time. He played 59 of them. 59. And you've got to think probably at least eight or nine of those games were injury affected. Uh, the vast majority of them, probably 40% of that 59 are probably like when he's getting back into football, coming back from injuries as well. So you're probably not seeing the best Joey there either and you know to play only 59 from 125 games less than half of those games over a five-year span when you're in your 30s incredibly unlucky and this is the reality of rugby league it's a tough sport injuries are going to be a part of it especially when you like joey and you play like a back rower when you've got the skill set of the best halfback ever and you play like a back rower you tackle like a back row you don't hide away from anything if your forwards aren't winning the ruck you say give me the ball i'm going to win it for us that's the sort of footballer joey was and i've got so much respect for him for that, but obviously his career at the back end of his you know, the back end of his career severely hampered by injuries. Severely played less than half the games of his last five seasons. Now, for me, I think this is incredibly important when we look back at the career of Joey because the first ten years was unbelievable. I just read all the awards out that he won. I mean, it was a, essentially an off year if he wasn't winning a Dally M Medal or Rugby League Week Player of the Year. He started in '93, the eleven years until 2003. I mean, he was the Rugby League Rugby League Week Player of the Year half of the time. It is unbelievable. He won two premierships in that time as well. He won a Clive Churchill medal. It is unreal. And he was, you know, probably to some extent was unlucky not to win the Clive Churchill medal in 97, of course, played that grand final with a punctured lung and came up with the match-winning grand final. One of the greatest moments in rugby league history for me. We're going to be talking about that, that over the next few days. It's going to play a role in something we're going to talk about. But, I mean, this is in the first 10 years of his career. Unbelievable, Joey. Just incredible. And then misses the vast majority of the back end of his career. And look, I just want to point out to you as well that as much as he was injury-infected this entire time, you got to remember 2005, he comes back in Origin 2 and plays one of the most convincing two games in an Origin series we have ever seen. Origin 2, 2005. Trent Barrett gets ruled out. He gets called in on, like, the Sunday night, and he absolutely brains it. you got to remember, Joey hadn't played a game leading into that. He'd been out for, like, eight weeks or something. He'd been up in Brisbane 
rehab course and then came straight into the Origin Arena and absolutely brained it. So there is no doubt whatsoever that Joey still had a lot more to offer. you got to remember, Joey, you know, 2003, these injuries start. The year before that, he won the Dalian medal. Yeah, the year before that, he was the Clive Churchill medalist. And the five-year span before that, he was the Rugby League Week player of the year. I think we forget. We we lost the absolute golden days of Andrew Johns. And look, I know people are going to say, oh, you know, we saw the golden days. We saw the best of Joey. I'm not sure if we did. I'm really not sure if we did. I really do think that some of these players, they play their absolute best footy post-30 because they've seen everything. There's nothing that they haven't seen post-30. And I'm going to use two examples. One of them is a more recent guy, Cooper Cronk. Now, if you have a look at Cooper Cronk's career, unbelievable, yeah? If you look at Cooper Cronk's career until he gets to 29, it's a really impressive career, no doubt about it. But if you look at the seasons 29 on, from when he's age 29 on, last five seasons of his career, he plays 120 games. So actually more than double of Joey's games that he played in the last five years. In that time, Cooper Cronk, he plays in four grand finals. He wins three premierships. He wins premierships with different clubs, and he becomes the first man to win three premierships in a row since Peter Sterling in the early 80s. That's what Cooper Cronk did in the last few years of his career. Now, you think about as good as Cooper Cronk was, a sensational player, I mean, the little sample size that we saw of Joey when he played Origin in 05, I think that's probably better than... You know, any football Cooper Cronk probably ever played, instinct-wise, ability-wise. I mean, it was unbelievable. It's like football we've never seen any other half play like, realistically. Joey managed to do that in that time. Now, Cooper Cronk obviously played in a different era. He was 10 years after Joey. Very different halfback, completely different halfback. I understand that completely. But the next guy that I would probably put closest to Joey is the guy that played alongside him for the vast majority of his career, that played against him the vast majority of their career. Their careers were very side-by-side. Joey debuted a couple of years after Freddie, but they played during the same era. They went head-to-head during the same era. Um, Brad Fittler, in in his last five years, 29 onwards, Freddie played 129 games. 129 games. He was in the 2000 Premiership. The 2002, so he's in the 2000 Grand Final, the 2002 Grand Final, the 2003 Grand Final, the 2004 Grand Final. He went to four out of five Grand Finals. The Grand Final that he didn't go to, the only reason why he didn't is because Joey knocked him out in the prelim final. He only won one of those premierships, to be fair. But Freddie, he was a top three player that entire five years in the NRL, in my opinion. He was unbelievable in his last five seasons because Freddie had seen everything. There is nothing that Freddie hadn't seen, and he was able to dominate games from start to finish and pick and choose when he would go and win them. I've heard Brett Finch talk about, and I spoke to him about it on my podcast as well, that you know they'd be in a really close game. They, you know, It'd be coming down to the end, and with 10 minutes ago, Freddie would go, hey, just give me the ball. Left foot, left foot, left foot, chip, bang, try. And Finch would sort of look at him and go, fuck, why didn't you just do that earlier? Why, why did you wait all this time? Why did you put me under all this pressure if you knew you could win it whenever the hell you wanted to? He's just that sort of a footballer. And Joey was exactly the same. Joey was no different. Joey post-30 would have been an absolute monster. He would have been so much better than the Joey we saw pre-30, in my opinion. He really would have been. He understood the game better than what he ever had. You saw him walk into 2005 Origin Series with no games under his belt and absolutely dominate. I mean, I think we have missed out on so much here. And look... When you look at tries that these guys scored in their careers, I mean, it doesn't really say much, but I don't have the stats as far as try assists, post 30 and whatnot. But if you have a look at Cooper Cronk, now in his last five seasons, as I said, he played 120 games. Uh, He scored 35 tries. So he scored a try on average every three and a half games. Um, Joey did exactly the same thing. Now, Joey, he scored 16 from his last 59 games in his last five seasons at an average of 3.5 
Yeah, one try every 3.5 games. I mean, unbelievable. And, you know, I understand that, you know, these guys are more about try assists and what they do off the ball. But, I mean, just that alone, you got to remember, Cooper Cronk was always in star-studded teams. Cooper Cronk was going to a grand final every single year. Joey was playing in a Newcastle team that really struggled without him. He was always coming back from injury. He was always sort of struggling to get back from injury or getting injured during games and missing out on opportunities to score tries in them. It's unbelievable what Joey's done here. He played 129 games in his last five seasons. Amazingly scored 50 tries, uh, which at an average of a try every two and a half games, which is unbelievable from Freddie. And I probably wouldn't expect Joey to score as many tries as Freddie, but my God, he wouldn't have been far off. He really wouldn't have been. You keep in mind, Freddie was in a star-studded team as well. Still, for Freddie to score a try every two and a half games, John's to score on every three and a half games, I mean, it's pretty impressive considering all the injuries that Joey went through and the team that he was playing with. I think it's unbelievable. I really do think that we missed the absolute best years of Joey. The years that we saw were incredible, no doubt about it. I would never, ever question that. I would never say he shouldn't be an immortal or anything like that. But can you imagine if we did see the last five years? Can you imagine what he would have achieved? As I said, we've only got a small sample size, and it's 2005 State of Origin, where he played his best footy for those few weeks, and he was the best player in the world, and it wasn't even close. It was not even close. We saw him play for the Kangaroos in 05 as well. What a game that was. Absolutely blew the Kiwis off the park, and Joey was on fire. All we've got is this little sample sizes of him not being injured, playing on the big stages in rep footy, and he's the best player on the field by a country mile. All of this whilst being surrounded by injuries the entire time. So, you know, I know there's a lot of guys like Taniola Tawaki, Tim Moulton, Jarrell Yaya, these sort of guys that would have been all-time talents, no doubt about it. But I'll tell you what, the all-time talent that is Joey, the immortal... Mate, he could have been the best player by far and away, and it wouldn't have even been close if he could have played these few years. You look at what Cooper Cronk achieved, you look at what what Brad Fittler achieved, it was a lot. It was a lot, I get that. But tell me Joey wasn't capable of doing that stuff. Tell me Joey wouldn't have been capable of making it to a couple of grand finals, winning another few Dally M's. The years before he got injured, he was the five-time Rugby League Week Player of the Year in a row, those five years leading up to his first injury. He already had a Clive Church, who was unlucky not to have two. I mean, it is unbelievable. He won the Dally M in 2002, and then these injuries started. We never got to see the best out of Joey again. It's unbelievable. I, I'm really just blown away by these numbers and how good Joey was. I think we underrate him incredibly. And, I mean, you have a look at those last few seasons of his career. We go back to 2003. He played 16 games. Um, he won 10 of them. So whenever Joey's there, they're winning. Uh, you look at 2004, he played three games. They won two of them. You go to 2005, they played 16 games. They won eight of them, still at 50%. You go to 2006, he played 22 games. Played a fair whack of games there. They won them at 58%. So a winning record again with Joey. The year he, the year he played the 22 games, he scored nine tries. Well, he's almost going to try every second game. And then you go to 2007 where he played two games. They win one of them, they lose the other. I mean, even in this time of injury where his career is hampered so much, it is just ridiculous. He's still got a winning record every single year when he's on the field. Unbelievable from Joey. And you've got to remember, half the time when he's on the field in these seasons, he's coming back from injury. So he's not in full, his full self. He doesn't have the same match fitness. I, I think I think it honestly is amazing what Joey achieved and what he could have achieved in that time. So next time you... The late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all 
wrong. What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. See one of those posts, just keep going in mind. Because, my God, it is incredible what he could have achieved if he was allowed to fulfill his entire career, which was on fire until the moment he got injured. He could have been the Rugby League Week Player of the Year for another seven years. You know, he was just that sort of a footballer. Sorry, seven years in total. He won it five years on the trot and then got injured. It could have been absolutely anything. Just keep Joey in mind next time you're talking with your mates about careers that were ruined by injuries. Because Joey, as much as his career wasn't ruined, my God, we might have only seen... 70% 70% of what Joey's career could have been, to be perfectly honest with you. We saw Cooper Cronk. He finished his premier, his career with three premierships in a row at two different clubs. God knows what Joey could have done with the Newcastle Knights. If you take 05 Joey in State of Origin and put him in the NRL, good luck. Good luck. You can put 12 planks of wood next to Joey. They're going to win. He's an absolute freakish footballer. At his peak, he was incredible. Dare I say, we might not have even seen his peak, to be honest with you. I think we saw little snippets of it in Origin and in Test Football in 2005. But outside of that, we never saw the fully mature Joey Johns. The Joey Johns that had seen everything, was ready for anything, could handle any situation in an instant. Imagine how slow the game would have been for Joey by the time he was 31, 32. Could you imagine it just moving around him in slow motion, him just picking teams to pieces? He did it in the State of Origin Arena and the Test Arena. Imagine what he could have done at club level. Just ridiculous to think about. I honestly think it's something that is so underrated when we talk about the career of Andrew Johns. It's ridiculous. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 